You're listening to the Entwine Podcast. I am excited to bring you this episode. This podcast is designed to bring you life experiences as an immigrant, challenges we faced, and how to overcome those, and the numerous benefits out there. Let's get started with your host, Blessing Adarmala. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome to the very fifth episode of Entwine with B. It's been an amazing journey. And thank you for your feedback, for your reviews, for your comments. And I'm just appreciative of this great process. Like I've learned a lot and I'm still learning and really just appreciate this journey. And thank you for coming on this journey with me. And if you haven't subscribed Please do so, so that I can continue to bring you amazing content. Today, we are going to be sharing about an amazing topic that I really cherish. And throughout my podcast, if you do come along with me and listen to my previous episode, you would know I really do talk about this a lot. And in the next few weeks, also, I would be interviewing some people and also talking about this very topic. So do not miss any topic and, you know, just join me on this episode for amazing time and amazing discussions from amazing people. Today, I'm going to be sharing something that I haven't done before on my podcast, and that is sharing my own quote. And through this quote, I hope I'm able to convey the topic the value, the importance, and the necessity of what we're going to talk about today. So here it goes. The first one is um, communication is a thin line that bridges confusion and clarity. You can, it can be broken or it can be strengthened. There is so much um, insights to this quote, I think, like, when there's communication happening, is it that you're really listening, you know, to understand what this person is saying? Or you're listening to let this person say whatever they want to say and let you say what you want to say. You know, then the connection between that communication is broken. Like, let me know in the comments on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or any social media you follow me on like what you think about this quote just put on it and let me know another quote by blessing is um talk to understand listen to understand communicate to understand differences which bridges togetherness like i said earlier are you listening to or are you communicating to understand individual differences to understand what the other party is saying or are saying, or are you listening to be confused so that you can reply? So you, you're not even listening to what this other person is saying. So whatever they said is instead is instead bringing more confusion. You know, point on this thing and just on this quote and let me know what you think. And as you might have guessed from my quotes. Um, you would have known that today we are going to be talking about communication and I'm just going to share a little bit of 
my communication experience when I moved to the United States. And if you followed me on my other episodes and listened carefully, you would have known that I have talked about this in various times, like my experience with ordering food or my experience in my first class or how, you know, I did in conferences or like when giving presentations. I've said a little bit about those. So today I'm going to be like diving and giving you more information. When I meet new people, of course, the conversation is like, oh, what is your name? And then I tell them my name and my name is Blessing, which is very easy. It's an English word. It's very easy to pronounce. And unlike other people that I, I have met that you know, have their native name as their first name. And you see these people having to change their names, like giving themselves alias or nicknames to substitute for their native name. Like take me for example, if my name was Bukola, I can ask people to call me B instead, like the letter B. Or again, if my name was Bukola, I can ask people to call me B, like B, E, E, you know, just to like, um, not make them pronounce the native name, maybe because they were butchering it. And why this is okay, why this is, um, acceptable, you know, we're adapting to this, uh, new environment, we're adapting to this new language. I think if you like your native name, it is very important to stress the importance of your name. Let people know how to say your name, even if they're not going to get it right. Of course, there's going to be like differences in accent because they didn't grow up speaking this language. So they're not going to get it right. How they might get it right. In whatever way, it is important to stress like your name. If you don't like being called B or you know, you don't like a nickname, but then you like your native name, but because they're not going to say it right, you give yourself an alias. No, you shouldn't do that. You know, you should let them know your name, teach them. No matter how many times you have to like stress it out to them, my name is Bukola. Like I can teach you, you don't have to say it right. But at least I know you're trying. You know, this would even like bridge conversations. Like you can share culture experience, you know, try to understand each other culture. Of course, you can give yourself um, nicknames. But if you like your native name, you know what? Wear it proudly. Let them know it. Touch them. And they will be grateful to you, actually. Because you are each experiencing, you're each communicating and understanding each other culture. And name was just like the first step, like the tip of the iceberg of me communicating and interacting and trying to adapt. And one of the things that I struggled with is, you know, my identity was, should I keep my accent? Like that I came with or should I learn the American accent? And actually, this was a really big struggle for me and I still struggle with it. I remember one time sharing on my podcast and talking about my accent. And then someone commented 
and said, oh, do you still have a time like talking in their accent or like listening to like when I'm being communicated to? And yes, the answer is yes. I still have a hard time, which is okay. I'm learning and I still learn and I'm grateful to, for the opportunity to know, to learn and grow every day to learn this amazing language, to learn this amazing culture and not only accent. Like when I first moved here, it was like in class or like communicating with friends or, and that was where it was so super hard for me to make friends at first because of contents because of communication contents what are the things they talk about like in class the professor or instructor might make reference to a cartoon that is popular among the u.s population and i absolutely have no idea what they're talking about and in that situation in that moment i am lost for the rest of the class like when instances like that when um things like that have been mentioned and so it takes me a while, to, you know, to kind of like get back and try, you know, get back to what they're talking about. And that is why sometimes I record my classes so that I can go back and listen to it. Also, you know, when talking to friends or classmates or in group discussions and they mention like a kind of food or it could be like a restaurant in the neighborhood that... I haven't been to be new and just, you know, trying to adapt or it could even be an object and they're mentioning all these things. And then at that point, why even trying to figure out what is that that they mentioned? Is it an object? Is it a food? Is it a story? Is it a cartoon or, you know, trying to figure all of that. They, you know, said 101 million other things. So kind of like that, it was really hard for me to, you know, be in a conversation and communicate well and sometimes because of situations like this i find myself you know coiling to my shell and you know not making discussions or trying to not talk or trying to not uh, give my contribution which is not good because this was all just a learning process i was trying to adapt and truly i wish i had someone to tell me then that you know push through it another example was i think i wouldn't say my first class but like one of my big biggest classes then in college, about 300 students or so. It was a really large class and this was a science class. And being a, in class, you know, like professors encourage us to answer questions, you know, make contribution. And today I was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to talk in this class. I'm going to hone in. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be you know, super, super ready for this class. And I got to the class truly. And then I raised up my hand and answered this question. And the professor, you know, asked me to like, oh, what did you say? Can you say that again? Can you say that again? And it was embarrassing because I had to repeat myself like few times in front of this so many people who you know were all quiet and listening to me at that particular moment and uh, I'm truly like now I understand the professor I truly appreciate him for asking me to repeat myself so many times because that is what I've noticed like in group work or in group of 
friends or colleagues, they don't ask you to repeat each other yourself. Maybe because they're trying to be respectful or something, I don't know. But that they, you know, asking you to repeat yourself instead of dismissing you. Imagine the professor hasn't asked me to repeat myself and instead, you know, like just dismiss, oh, okay. And just like, okay, my answer and not like, why not understanding what I said? That wouldn't be okay. Although at that moment, I wasn't, you know, too good. I wasn't, I was embarrassed, of course. And, you know, throughout that semester, obviously, I didn't raise up my hand in that class again because of the first experience I had. Instead, what I could have done was, you know, gone to the professor's class. What was I saying wrong that you couldn't hear me or what exactly was happening? And we could have talked about it. But I didn't do that because, you know, like I said, I was so trying to adapt and truly I wish I had someone to tell me, you know, what to do at that time. I spoke of dismissing earlier, like in a group of two or more people, whether that be between friends or in a group discussion or at a conference table or at a dinner table among friends. You know, I make contribution. I put in my own two cents. And I'm not giving feedback or I'm not like responded to or like in a group, I could make a contribution and they wouldn't like repeat what I said. And I thought that was okay because who wants to like repeat what you just said when we could like, you know, talk more, have more time to deliberate. And I didn't know this was all was happening and I was being dismissed, you know, until like I, one of my group work i'm not just going to mention anything for privacy sake like i made a contribution and then like later like maybe after two people have talked then you know they had to ask me what did you say earlier and nobody could like reiterate what i said like nobody could like remember my discussion my like my contribution and then they all kept saying oh i didn't hear you and what did you say? I didn't hear you what you said the other time. And I was surprised and I was like, you could have asked me to repeat myself then instead of like just dismissing me. And because of this, I became conscious, you know, I became like <laughs> conscious of like giving contributions. Like when I'm in class or in a group work and then I see something and they don't say anything in my brain. My brain is telling me they didn't hear you. And because of that, I don't give contributions, which which might not be it. It might be that they heard me and, you know, I'm just not saying anything about it. If you have this experience and how you deal with it, can you share in the comment below? Maybe this is going to like, you know, help the rest of us who are still struggling with this. And of course, as I um, had more classes or like had more group work, I improved like over the years and I've had many experience and I've been able to grow and teach myself and learn some strategies and one of the strategies is like um did you hear me did you understand me like after I made my contribution and that would like prompt them to like oh I didn't understand what you said or can you repeat yourself and that has worked out amazing another instance that kind of like at first was very icky to me and I was super defensive about was you know talking 
to someone and then immediately the next of line of communication was oh where are you from i hear an accent and at first i was really defensive i wasn't too happy about this question but then as i began to understand and appreciate uh, my culture more and you know i saw this as an avenue to explain why i am you know where i came from and how there's just this differences between culture and um the way we communicate and i just want to let you know that if you're in this position and you're struggling and defensive and not so happy about like people butchering your name like if your people are not saying your name right or you think people are not even listening to you or you're giving a presentation and you're not even sure if people can hear you that is the whole point of communication if you can understand them then they can understand you and it brings togetherness so when the next time someone asks you where you're from because of your accent answer them joyfully you can also you can also ask them where are they from you know they could be from germany or they could be from scotland or they could be from a country in europe or they could even be from asia you, you, you know you never know so you can always ask people where they're from to they ask you where you're from then you can have a conversation and understand each other the more another one of the challenge that i faced was being guilty of being in a group of being part of a group because when we have we did have a lot of group work i was in business school and we had a lot of case studies to present we have a lot of um presentations to do you know and then i kept thinking oh i'm gonna bring these people down because when it's my time to present um with my i'm gonna they're not gonna hear me you know like i'm gonna present people are not going to understand what i am saying and i get asked this question a lot to see how bad it was is english your first language and you know i can repeat yes english is my first language and i don't know if this is like just me or like it was personal to me you know not being able to express myself in english language like when i'm speaking in public coupled with nervousness for presenting in public for presenting in front of like many people i was also like thinking about my accent thinking about my language are they going to understand what i said and also another thing was like when someone like of different accents is presenting i'm there sitting in my chair like in class you know being nervous for them because of their accent so like being hearing them and then me being in that position like presenting then i'm like thinking definitely these people sitting down in front of me can they hear me can they understand me can they even tell what i'm understand what i'm trying to pass across you know all of these things that i said um not being hard or being dismissed or feeling embarrassed or presenting you know it began to make me question my accent like when i got to united states in i wasn't conscious i i didn't want to change my accent i didn't even think about it and at one point i began to be intentional about the way i spoke i wanted to like you know slow slow my words so that um i could speak in the american accent 
and for me I just didn't because then I speak a certain way at school or when giving presentation then when I get home I speak in a certain way or when I get to church or you know when I have some other gatherings like maybe with other African people then I speak a certain way and I was tired I didn't want to like you know be that I didn't want to like live that way is that I stick with my accent or oh, I stick with the American accent and now you can hear me talk so you know just leave in the comment below what accent you think I am speaking wait yeah seriously let me know I really want to know what I'm accent I'm speaking with right now <laughs> and throughout all of this you know why feeling sorry for myself I also was not in my sorry state I, you know, I tried to grow, I tried to learn. And one of the strategies that helped me was before any presentations, you know, I practiced numerous times in front of the mirror. I recorded myself to try to know if I was saying, the, if I was pronouncing it right. Because back in Nigeria, we grew up, you know, learning British English. And there were some words like, um, even pronunciation wise and also words wise like you're in the United States they say trash can and then I grew up saying dustbin so like just differences like that and also with my free time I spent my um, my time watching movies and you know sometimes I read the subtitles you know just to get my enunciation going well for me also, like when I have a big presentation, like at conferences or in class, or I have a thesis to present, you know, I talk to other people. I let other people sit with me. Most times, my family, but then when I have the opportunity to have my colleagues, you know, listen to me, I let them listen to me, you know, to give me their feedback, to correct me, and I do this, take those corrections with um with joy with um with positive thinking anyways whatever way in which you've you know tried to improve your accent you know try to um let people understand you let people understand what you're saying whatever way whether that being actively trying to change your accent or whether that be you know learning things or whether that be you know watching movies you know it is an active process and it is an everyday process because we need communication every day we talk to friends we talk at work we talk to families we give presentation so this is an active thing that we do every day so in whatever way you try to you know to strategize to let people understand you because the communication is key why you are trying to communicate to people it is also important that people try to actively listen to you and let you know that you're being understood and if you feel like you're not being understood it is absolutely necessary it is absolutely important that you talk did you understand me would you like me to repeat myself in what better way can i say this for you to understand so also let me know in comment below what strategies or ways you've used, you know, to communicate to people to make them understand you. 
And this brings us to the end of episode 5 and I hope through my experiences, through the strategies I've shared, you've been able to know more about me and my experience and learn one or two things or more things. So definitely let me know in the comments below what you learned and suggestions or feedbacks and I would appreciate those. Thank you and I'll see you in two week times with our guests. Till then, remember, communication is a journey to understand togetherness, unity, and love. This episode of Entwine has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more content on how to navigate life as an immigrant. And don't forget to rate and review so I can continue to bring you the next best content. Talk to you soon.